Hey, yo, you ready? Let's do it. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Infal Territory. I'm your host, CJ. Sitting across from me is my co-host, Derek. It is spring training time for the 2021 season, and we are ready to talk some baseball. We're fucking back. We're back. We never said we were leaving. We kind of just dipped on everybody. So uh, apologies for that. We kind of didn't say anything. But we're back because baseball's back. Baseball's back. We're getting into We've been one week into spring training. Uh, things are going down. It was a busy off season for, well, it started off slow. Then it started to get hot. And, you know, some big moves were made. Some big trades. Definitely. More so trade. than big acquisitions, I'd say. Yep. But a lot of moves, a lot of moves were made. So basically this episode, we're just going to talk about all the moves that went down while we mm-hmm. were gone and see how we're feeling about some of them, see how some teams did and yeah, see how uh, some, just how bad some teams were and all yep. that good stuff. And I'm sure a lot of you guys know, um, there were some bad ones, there were good ones, ones on one end, but bad ones on the other end of them. Yeah. There was a, there, there's two in specific that I'm thinking of that I'm sure everybody that's listening knows where were the bad ones mm-hmm. and those are the biggest ones so want to get into it you want to just go down the line and talk about what certain teams did or just want to jump right into it best moves of the offseason worst moves of the offseason let's just jump into best and worst let's, let's just, do it let's, let's, let's do bang it. it out real quick so we'll start with the best and i'll mm-hmm. let you go first so in my humblest of opinions the best move and, I mean, I don't think there's really much of an argument. It is, to me, St. Louis acquiring Nolan Arenado in that trade. Mm-hmm. That was a robbery. Yeah. An absolute robbery. They traded away Austin Gomber. He's 20. Like, he's a prospect, but he's 27. Yeah. And then they got, I think, three or four other prospects. And then they paid, what was it, like $50 million Yeah, the Rockies for them to take the Arenado? Yes. What the fuck was that? It makes no sense. That was terrible. That was the worst move of the offseason for the Rockies. See, that's a move where one single transaction is both the best move and the worst move. Literally. And it's not even close on both ends. Because for a team like St. Louis, they're they're within like the top two teams in that division before that trade. Mm -hmm. But now they're at the top. There's no one else. Yeah. Because now you got Goldschmidt, who he's good, obviously. You bring in Arenado. The team was already good. They have good pitching. Hopefully, Flaherty bounces back because he kind of was a little shaky last year. But that team is, I mean, I can't say that the best in the NL because you have to deal with the Dodgers and the Padres, even the Braves. But yeah. for that division, hands down, Cardinals. Yeah, that division's pretty weak to begin with. So yeah. all it took was a big move. And it really did not cost them much at all. No, they got paid to do it. They, <laughs> got, paid, which is they got paid to do it. Uh, I think probably my best move of the off season. I go with this move by the defending champs, mm. Los Angeles Dodgers, okay. and that is Trevor Bauer. Yep, that's another good one. He costs a lot, forty million dollars this year, but two years you have Trevor Bauer just won the Cy Young, and he is 
the third or fourth best starting pitcher on that team. So, you know, maybe you did pay $40 million for him, but you have such a stacked rotation and a stacked team that it really just makes you a juggernaut in the NL. Yeah, you have it does. barely any competition. It's a good it's a good uh league, but they are miles ahead of the next best team. Yeah. And so I agree with you to an extent on that. Like obviously fantastic move. I mean, you can't go wrong when you sign the Cy Young winner, especially yeah. when you have Clayton Kershaw, Walker Bueller as, as one and two, and then you bring in Trevor Bauer and then you have you Darvin. No, he's in San Diego. Yes. But just still crazy rotation mm-hmm. but i feel like in terms of impact for a team if you look at a team that's already got great pitching you add another great pitcher yeah i mean it makes you better but how much better does that really make you and, but when you bring in a guy like arenado who's mvp candidate he's probably the best fielder in the league it's probably not close well it's probably close him and, matt chapman. Him and matt chapman top two what he hasn't made an error since when uh, it's been a long time it's been a while been a long time but you bring a guy like Arenado to St. Louis, I think, for a team that really needed another star, I think that's a much bigger impact that can really affect more, I think, than Trevor Bauer to the Dodgers. If that makes sense, that's a, it's a great move. Nothing against that move. That's not what I'm saying. But I think in terms of impact for what those two guys are going to mean to their team, I think it's Arenado. Because, I mean, if you think about it, too, Bauer's going to get 30 something starts yeah something like that Nolan Arenado is going to play 155 out of 162 if he doesn't get hurt yeah so and he's on the field every day he's going to hit maybe 300 I don't know I don't exactly remember what his average typically is but probably going to hit over 40 homers probably going to get like 90 100 100 plus maybe RBIs Mm -hmm. a little different in the National League but he's he's going to rake this is one thing that I see with Arenado that I don't like obviously it was a great move for the cardinals because they got paid 50 million dollars and got rid of matt carpenter and a couple prospects for 50 million dollars and nolan arenado yeah but nolan arenado's career batting average outside of uh coors field is like 245 Mm -hmm. and last year arenado was not good He's still he's still a great fielder. Obviously, he's still I he's not even thirty yet. I don't think twenty nine, maybe twenty eight. So he's still got a lot of time. He's still in his prime. But how's he going to perform outside of that Coors Field? Right. Is I he going to hit you know forty homers in St. Louis? I don't know. He might hit thirty. Even if he hits thirty, if he's if he bats two eighty, hits thirty homers and hit, drives in ninety RBIs. You say, well, that was an absolute steal of a trade. Yeah. If he bats two forty and hits twenty homers, drives in seventy runs, and plays most of the year with a great defense, you're still saying they won the trade. Yeah. But is it going to be that impactful on a team that, other than Goldschmidt and Arenado, that starting infield isn't that great? They lose Colton Wong, so I believe they have what Paul DeYoung. I think Paul is still DeYoung's there. Still there. Second um, base is, I guess, Tommy Edmond. I think so, Tommy Edmond. Which he's solid, but he's not amazing Right, yet. he's not like an all-star or anything. And then the outfield, you're hinging on Dylan Carlson coming yep. up and being good, and who else is in the outfield? I can't even think of an outfield. They yeah, have no Marcelo Zuna, obviously. He's been gone for a few right. years. 
Do they have? Ty- I think they have Tyler O'Neill. I don't know if he's in the infield. Tyler O'Neill, maybe, because I, I know Tommy Edmond can play in the outfield too. So I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah, geez, I don't remember who they have now. Thinking about it in the outfield. No, I don't. They used to have Randy Orozarino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they traded him to Tampa. Great job. Away. They used to have Luke Voigt. Now they yeah. have Giovanni Gallegos instead. Yep. But uh, just to go back on uh, one thing you said, um, in Arenado's defense, how you said he struggled last year, in his defense, a lot of really good players struggled in the short yeah. 60. Like, if it was up to 162, I think we'd been looking at a bit different stats. Yeah. But, like, you had Yelich had a awful season mm-hmm. bellinger was bad um on top of you know arenado was bad javier Baez was awful yeah so there was a lot of guys that had some really shitty stats yeah. which and i think that's because of the 60 game like you know they've got a bad stretch they just couldn't mm-hmm. get out two months when you get a two two and a half month season you know you, you, know, you see that kind of every, thing every baseball player goes through a 15 game stretch to a month long stretch where they're slumping mm-hmm. there's it's a what seven month long season six month yeah. long season you're gonna struggle. Uh, so once you dig yourself that hole for a month, and you only have one and a half months left in yeah. the season, yeah, it's of course your numbers gonna aren't happen. gonna look great. Because if, if but, they extended that year, you know they might have been hitting two eighty something yeah. like that. You know, it, if it was it a, a hundred and twenty game season, I'm sure his numbers would have looked a little different. Yeah, obviously the Rockies team is awful to dumpster fire. <laughs> it's an absolute. So I'm not that concerned about it, but it is a little bit of a warning. Yeah. So. We'll they they basically goes. just left Trevor Story to die. Yeah. Like, he's got no help. Nobody. There's no... They, there's lo- nobody. they got... I mean, they got Chuck Nasty, but he's... He's, like, he's aging now. He's, like, that's it. They lost David Dahl to Texas. No more Arenado. They don't have any pitching. They don't have any first baseman. No, no they've second baseman, no third baseman. <laughs> they have Matt Carpenter now. Yeah. Oh, oh, Matt Carpenter. Whoa, settle down. No, they they have nobody. I feel and Trevor you know, Story. I believe that's is a free that's agent. my move of the off season. The Rockies traded for Matt Carpenter. <laughs> Amazing. The... <laughs> Great fucking job, Colorado. Matt Carpenter. Woo. Oh, that's a. Big he was one. a top three MVP candidate you two can, years can, ago. Can you believe it? That was he that was awful. That was incredible. He was awful for the first half of the season. And he just went nuts. Could second. you imagine he does that again? Because he's in Colorado now. He's gonna get sixty bombs. And they still win forty-five games. <laughs> yeah, that'll be Colorado's luck because they have no pitching. We didn't need Arenado. Yep, we got Matt Carpenter. Twelve. <laughs> yeah, even with Arenado, they're gonna go fifty-two and one hundred and twelve yeah. or whatever the fuck. They exactly. suck. Uh, We'll move on to worst move of the offseason. I think we got a couple candidates for best move, obviously, and then mm-hmm. let's talk about worst move. Maybe we got another couple moves up our sleeves. Yeah. Well, I think one of the worst moves for me could also be looked at as one of the best moves, and I absolutely hate this move in terms of the team that gave him away. Mm-hmm. I hate the Francisco Lindor trade. I hate yeah. it. I love it for the Mets. Mm-hmm. I hate it for Cleveland. And now, you can make the argument, you know, Cleveland traded him away. He was going to be in the last year of his contract. Might as well, if they're not bringing him back, might as well trade him away. Get what you can. Mm-hmm. They did that. That's fine. But for me, Cleveland is a team that they can compete. They have such a good roster. They have Shane Bieber, who just won the Cy Young. Could have won the MVP. Yeah. They have Adam Plutko, who's looking really good. They have mm-hmm. a couple of the young starting pitchers. That's a good rotation. They have an okay bullpen. 
Their lineup, if with Lindor in it, it's still good. Mm-hmm. You have Jose Ramirez, who's going crazy with war right now. Yeah. And everything like that. So he's really good. You just took your best player and you traded him away. Mm-hmm. Now you're gonna suck. I'm not saying that they're not they're not gonna make the playoffs. I don't I don't know if they will or not. But you take your best player and you trade them, and you, I mean they got some good prospects back. They got Andres Jimenez. Um, they got I think Ahmed Rosario, Rosario who he's all right. But man, I hate that. I don't like it. I I don't. That's a bad one. I think the biggest problem with that is that the Indians have zero outfielders. Mm-hmm. They have Oscar Mercado, and that's it. Yeah. So you traded Lindor, who's a top five shortstop in baseball. He's like 27, mm-hmm. something like that. And you tr- traded him for like four shortstop prospects. Yeah. And Andres Jimenez, or not uh, Ahmed Rosario. Yep. So you <laughs> you just got a lot more shortstops to trade away your amazing <laughs> shortstop. Exactly. It doesn't, it just doesn't make sense to me. I he, get it. He wasn't going to come back. He yeah. did not want to be in Cleveland anymore. But the fact that you only got like infield prospects when you have a pretty decent infield you know obviously Mm -hmm. before Lindor was traded you had him and Jose Ramirez on the left side of your infield but you have zero outfielders you have great pitchers Mm -hmm. but you have nothing (laughs) nothing else literally nothing you have nothing else yeah they could have had other things they could have tried to make a bigger splash yeah but they're the Indians and they just love to trade their good players they do it all the time what's crazy is they trade their good players and they end up better Exactly. Like that straight away Mike Clevenger last year mm-hmm. at the deadline, and he got hurt, and then the Indians got better and made the play- playoffs. Yeah, and Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer. He's a Cy Young winner now. He just signed a big deal with yeah. the Dodgers. Like, their rotation, if they wouldn't have traded their guys, is incredible. They'd be unstoppable. Oh, my God. Like, Shane Bieber, Trevor Bauer, Mike Clevenger, they already have... Uh, they don't have Carlos Carrasco anymore. No, nope, he went to the... Um, he he went to the Mets, too, in that same trade yeah. with Lindor. Um, and I mean, even if they kept a guy like Kluber, I mean, yeah. you know... They still have Tristan McKenzie, the rookie, yeah, and then... Still coming uh, up. They got another young kid that was really good, I think, last year. They had someone else that was... Zach Leiter. No. No, Zach Plesak. Yeah. Leiter's the... Yeah, was good too. Plesak's so, good, and they're gonna end up trading those guys too, and it's just gonna be a never-ending shit cycle. Yeah, that they just can't get out of because it's like, oh, he's good. Let's trade him for prospects, and then yeah. the prospects are like, okay, some of them are good. It's like, oh, well, they're good now. Trade them. The one good player that gets good gets yep. traded away. They're gonna be in like a never-ending cycle of competing but rebuilding at the same time, mm-hmm. and they're never gonna just put it together. Like, okay, let's keep going up. They just get up and they go back down, and they go back up and they go back down. It's a shit cycle. That they mm-hmm. can't get out of. Pretty much. That's what it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, I'd say for my worst move of the offseason, uh, I go with the Tampa Bay Rays trading away Blake Snell. Okay. The Rays uh, ruined that relationship in the World Series when they took him out after yeah. six innings. Big controversy right there. But they traded him away, and I think they traded Jose Castillo with him. Or Jose Alvarez. Jose Alvarado, I think. Jose Alvarado. There's too many Jose's in that bullpen. I don't even remember (laughs) who's who. They traded Jose Alvarado and Blake Snell for just a bunch of prospects. There's somebody, I think they got, uh, ooh, did they get Francisco Mejia back? 
Yes. And that, yeah. I believe so. He's been traded everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then just a couple other prospects that you haven't really heard of. They also got Patino. Which he's good. Patino, he's yeah, 21. That's it. Yeah. So you trade away a former Cy Young winner and a dude that absolutely shoved in the postseason and was pretty good last year when he was healthy for, you know, a bag of balls. <laughs> yeah, literally. I mean, no. he he's a guy that can win a Cy Young, too. I mean, he's, yeah. he needs to kind of, you know, show that he can be that guy in the postseason, even in the regular season throughout, yeah. and he has before he's shown flashes. But he's got to be a little more consistent. And I think it's that move paired with all the other other moves that they made. They don't re-sign Charlie Morton. Mm-hmm. Uh, they signed Michael Waka. Yeah, which is... So that's something. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, those aren't... Those aren't yeah. good moves. No. I mean, no. they also brought in a couple uh, veteran pitchers. They brought in um, Rich Hill. Yeah. And they brought back Chris Archer, which is yeah. a hilarious That's... ending to that trade that they made. They With Pittsburgh, they traded Chris Archer for, like, Austin Meadows and uh, I can't remember the other guy. Tyler Glass now. Tyler Glass now. And then they get Chris Archer back, which is it's just the Schittsburg. That's all I can say. The deals that the Pirates have made over the last, like, four seasons are, they make me want to throw up in my mouth. <laughs> like, if there was just, I, I, it can't be counted as the worst move of the offseason, but the worst move of the last, like, four years is just everything Pittsburgh does. <laughs> yeah. Because they traded away Garrett Cole for nothing. Mm-hmm. And they, now look at him. They traded away, uh, this offseason they traded away, uh, Jameson Tyone to the Yankees for nothing. For a bag of chips. For a bag of chips. And they traded for Chris Archer for and got rid of Glasnow and uh, the other guy. Meadows. Meadows. Yep. And now they don't have any of those guys. They don't even no. have Chris Archer, who is awful in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Didn't I see something where it's like the contract that Trevor Bauer signed is more than the entire payroll? Oh, I have the, the number Pirates. up here right now. <laughs> Do you? Actually, I was going to use it for a little... Thing after the after this, oh, gotcha. I have a little game to play. <laughs> but but th- they are, they're a dumpster fire. Yeah, they're not competing at all. They're not. I don't even think they're trying to play baseball. Mm-mm. The only thing that they have going for them is Cabrian Hayes coming up. Yeah, that's it. Nothing. The else. other th- like Pittsburgh's prospects and like players just get into legal trouble. All time. Who's the, <laughs> there was the one guy, well, there was the pitcher, I can't think of his name, can't uh, was arrested for uh, have soliciting minors or whatever, <laughs> yeah. and, there, and there was the guy that, like, killed a dude in a drunk driving accident, and I think mm-hmm. Brian Hayes did something. I think he got, like, a DUI. I know there was the Jung Ho Kong Jung Ho Kong got, like, four DUIs in, yep. uh, in Korea, and he can't even play baseball anymore. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. It's Schittsburgh. Schittsburgh. There's the Schittsburg nothing. Pirates. The Schittsburgh That's Pirates. That's it. That's it. They're, they like, they, they're really trying to moneyball that team, but they're just failing fucking miserably. Yeah. They, nah. They're trying to billy bean it, but it's they, a mess. It's a mess. It's they're a like, mess. oh, they're wheeling and dealing. Let's do this. Let's do that. This is going to work. This guy's going to be great. And then he's fucking garbage. Yeah. They signed Todd Frazier. Oh, wow. <laughs> Todd Frazier. If this was like 2013, that'd be great. Would be all right. We're in 2021, and he's, he's going fucking bat, grandpa. He's going to bat 180 and yep. hit 10 home runs. And that's it. And that's it. He's going to go 10 for, like, 150. They have t- they have him and Adam Frazier, and they, uh, that's it. 
Yeah, Adam Frazier. They trade away Josh Bell. I think Bell. they have Cole Tucker. They do have Cole Tucker. I like Cole yeah. Tucker. Yeah, Josh Bell, too. Another Josh good Bell's guy. going That was, like, their best player. Now they traded him. Josh Bell was their best player. They waited to trade him until his value was at its complete lowest. Yep. And they traded him. Just like everybody else. Yep. They traded him for pocket lint and fucking paper clips. I don't even know what they got. They didn't I, get anything good. They got a prospect. Probably an eight ball. Probably, like, 25. Yeah. So. Didn't get shit. Any other best moves? Um... I there's not one that I'm going to pinpoint in specific, but I want to talk about one team that mm-hmm. had a phenomenal off season that yeah. I, I feel like. And when I went through and I was grading all the off seasons, and this was my one or two, mm-hmm. the Toronto Blue Jays. They are a team in a division that's run right now by the powerhouse Yankees. Everyone mm-hmm. knows it, and even the Rays are good too. So they needed to make some moves. They've got a lot of young talent. You know, Vladdy, Bobichet, Biggio. Nate Pearson in the rotation. They needed to make a splash, and a splash they made. Signed George Springer, um, who he's obviously a great player, all-star caliber player. Mm-hmm. Marcus Simeon, who a couple years ago was number three for the MVP. Yep. They went out and they made some moves. They The only thing that they didn't do, which I wish they would have done, was get a good starting pitcher, yeah. which they, they went and they got a couple guys, but... They didn't get that ace, which that would have put them over the top as, like, they had the best offseason. Yep. But even with the moves they made, phenomenal offseason, getting those two guys in specific. Mm-hmm. I I think if you look at the Blue Jays, that lineup is it's it's scary. Great. It's good. It's uh, cause up and down. I mean, every spot. I, I, I think you're probably higher on George Springer than I am. I see George Springer, and I see an aging center fielder. He's good. But I don't think he's going to be worth the contract. I like Marcus Simeon. I think he's a solid player. You know, put him at second base. You have him and Bichette. And then, obviously, first base, you have Lady Jr. He's lost a lot of weight. I think he lost, like, 40 pounds this offseason. He looks good. He's still got a fat ass. It's great. (laughs) Uh, Third base, you have... Vladdy. No, first. Oh, he plays first. first, Okay. I don't know who they have at third base. They don't really have a third baseman right now. And you have George Springer and Kevin Biggio in the outfield. they have, what's his name? Um, uh, I can't think of his name right now, but he's good. He had a really good season last year. Um, Not Teoscar, but... uh, They have uh, Lourdes Gurriel. That's the one. Teoscar's good. He's a good DH, too. Yeah. Yeah, Lourdes, I believe, is their left fielder. I think what they could do, I think Kevin Biggio is a second baseman. Yeah. So I think they might move Simeon to third. They might do that. If I remember correctly. Well, I think Simeon's at short. third, Bichette's at short, Biggio at second, Vladdy at first. They don't have any catchers, which stinks. Yeah. And their rotation is iffy. Yeah. Hunjin Ryu, I like. And then Nate, Nate Pearson, Pearson has to be good. Yeah. He has he to. He has to be. If they're going to compete, he has to be good. Yeah. After that, it's crapshoot. Yeah. They have a lot of prospects that are going to come up, you know, mm-hmm. eventually. They got like 12. I think 12 of their top 20 prospects are all pitchers. So, yeah. if, you know, two of those guys are good and there's four guys that are at least, you know, competent at the major league level, then you have something. There's right. something there. But for now, you know, I like what they've done, but. You need some pitchers. You need pitchers right. to win. And that's the only thing for me that that kind of that was like they're good. They made they had a great offseason, but mm-hmm. it could have been just a little bit better. If they sign like Trevor Bauer, 
Ooh. Oh, my God. Oh. Could you, if that's... Like, I think I would have looked at their offseason as given an A-plus if they signed Trevor Bauer instead of George Springer. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Because I know George Springer is good, but Trevor Bauer adds much Trevor more Trevor Bauer is definitely in any scenario. Trevor Bauer, Hunjin Ryu, Drew, uh, Nate Pearson is... That's sick. That's, that's a good one, two, three. Yep. If Pearson performs as the way that we mm-hmm. think he will. Because then if you would have signed Trevor Bauer, I mean, you could have still went and got somebody else instead yeah. of George Springer. Because Springer's contract is, what, six years, 100 and... It's something. 20 million, something, something like that. Wonky. Yeah. It's some. I think it might be more than 20 million a year. But, you know, 20 million dollars a year versus 40, but it's only, what, Bowers, I think is like two years... Three years, like something like ninety million. Yeah, like, like you, you could have went out, got like a Jackie Bradley Jr. Yeah. kind of guy, something like that. You know, yeah, Jackie Bradley would cost you, you know, eight to ten million. Yeah, what did he of, get? Like a two year, like, like two years, thirty million, something yeah, like that. Something around there, between twenty and thirty million. I yeah. Think. So, you know, yeah. I would have liked to see Trevor Bauer there instead of. You know, the Dodgers, I think Trevor Bauer would be much more important to the Blue Jays' success than the Dodgers' success. Yeah. But the Dodgers said, fuck it, big dick swinging, here's my money. <laughs> big dick Let's swinging. Go. Whatever the over is on the Dodgers, take it. Take the yeah. over. They're not going to win less than 100 games, and that's that's just not going to happen. Uh, as I said, I have the payroll tracker put up here. Uh-huh. So give me a guess as to who has the highest payroll in 2021. I would venture to say that it is probably either between the Yankees, Dodgers, or Cubs. It is one of those three. It is the Los Angeles Dodgers. Okay. Would you like to take a guess at what their payroll is this year? Just hit me. I don't. I can't. $229 million. Jesus Christ. The Cubs, as you said, are actually 12th. It's oh, $140 no million. Okay. Second is the Yankees. Mm-hmm. They're at $178 million. Uh You know what? Here we go. We'll play, we'll play a little game. Okay. I like playing games. I'll give you a team. You have to guess what their payroll is. Okay, okay? so you said the Dodgers were $229 million? Yeah. And the Yankees were? $178 million. Okay. They were in second. Uh, how about the Philadelphia Phillies? What number are they? Fifth. Fifth? I'm gonna say 149 million. 167 million. Okay, I undershot him. How Jeez. about the Colorado Rockies? The Colorado Rockies, Jesus. You know, I feel like they probably come in somewhere like 24. 24 million? No, I mean 24th. Oh. Like, <laughs> yeah. Eight. They're 18th. They're 18th. Okay. They're probably sitting, I would go like 100, 122 million. Higher? You're, you're far off. I'm far off. Actually, you guessed the 15th team right at 122 million. That's the Chicago White Sox. Oh. The Rockies are 18th. There's The Twins are 16th. The Reds are 17th. And that's the Rockies. So it's like 112 million? I'm, am I still way out of the ballpark? You're way out of the ballpark. Well, You're I, off by $30 million. Oh my, oh, Jesus Christ. What is it going down to like $80 million? $81 million. What a jump. It goes from <laughs> 120 and 15 to 18 is 80 Yep. Uh, the Twins bitch. are at 16 They're at 117 The Reds are at 112 And then it's a big drop off. How about uh, this one? 
Detroit Tigers. Fucking Cheeto dust. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Cheeto dust. The Tigers are in 24th place. You know, there's... I'm going to say... 49 million. 75 75. Million. Okay, undershot them. The I crazy thing is, I did this research like a little bit ago. The Tigers, without Miguel Cabrera, their payroll would be 40 three million dollars oh my jesus christ uh lowest in baseball pittsburgh baltimore baltimore that was gonna be my second baltimore guess. is 34.9 okay. million wow pittsburgh is 35.5 million jesus you could take well, like the top five or the lowest five and you probably still wouldn't have what the dodgers have Oh, no, not even close. <laughs> combine all those rosters. Well, the Dodgers are the same as the Twins and Reds combined. Yeah. So that's the 16th. That's the league average. Mm-hmm. So they're twice the league average, pretty much. Ridiculous. So you take the the Pirates at $35 million, Or like the Cleveland Indians. The Cleveland Indians are at $40.3 million, 40. million. So you take that, and then you do, do 229 divided by 40. That's... Five, almost six times what the Indians are paying. Jesus Christ. Six times. The goddamn Dodgers, man. They're money balling out here. They're they fucking are, they're going just crazy. Balling. They're balling. Got it's money insane. out the fucking asshole. It's a lot. Uh, so, looking at these teams, I mean, there's some teams that you see, like, the Angels are sixth. At $171 million. Jesus. <laughs> and they suck. And they suck. They won 20 games last year. I know it's a 60-game season, yeah. but still, like 20 and 40. Yep. <laughs> and they really didn't do much. The last, like, two year. off seasons, because they were all in on Garrett Cole. Missed it. Missed by a lot. Yep. They were all in on Trevor Bauer. <laughs> missed it. Missed it. He went across the fucking pond. Not pond, but across the interstate. Yep. And they end up with Anthony Rendon. <laughs> they end up with Anthony Rendon and, well, I guess, Jose Iglesias this offseason. Oh, oh, Jose Iglesias. Jose wow. Iglesias. And, well, I think they, they needed... tr- signed, like, Garrett Richards last year. Garrett Richards isn't there anymore. He's no. on... I can't remember who he went to. I think he actually went to Toronto. I, I can't remember. He used to be on the Toronto. I don't but, think he's um, there now. They they traded for Alex Cobb. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. They traded for um the who's the other guy? Bit Bundy. Uh, they traded for multiple Orioles players. <laughs> they got Iglesias there in that deal. Um yeah. they had Dylan Bundy last year. Yep. He and he was actually good. pretty good. He was yeah. actually good. Um uh, find them. They got Quintana. Wow. Ooh. Jose Quintana. Quintana. I no. remember when he was supposed to be good yeah. when he was on the White Sox, and mm-hmm. then he was awful, and he's always been awful since. Yeah. Like, they they, they lost a hell of a lot more than they brought in. Like, um, they lost Anderson Simmons, which, I mean, they just got a shitty Jose, version of him. They got Jose Iglesias back. Which That's probably... Their fielding is pretty similar, but yeah, Simmons is a bit better hitter. They lost Julio Tehran, which, went. They lost Matt Andresi, Yeah. Kenyon Middleton and Hansel Robles were a couple decent relievers, so they yeah. lost them. And then they brought in Quintana, Jacob Faria, who was good for a second on Tampa, but now he's yeah. kind of lost. 
Kurt Suzuki. Ooh. Seriously? Yeah. They got Kurt Suzuki, Juan Laguerre, Scott Shevler. Um, Scott Shevler. Yeah, Scott Shevler. What? When Scott Shevler is one of your top five signings, that's kind of rough. I didn't know he was still playing baseball. <laughs> yeah. And then they traded for uh, Dexter Fowler, Rizal Iglesias, Jose Iglesias, and Alex Cobb. Remember when they signed Scooter Jeanette and they thought he was going to be great? Oh, my God. Scooter or no, Jeanette, not, I don't think it was Scooter Jeanette. It was the other guy. Shit. The other guy. There was another guy on Cincinnati. Because there's Scooter Jeanette and the other guy. Tommy Scooter... Stella? No. no. Scooter... You're talking about that he went crazy on Cincinnati? And he then... was good. He was like an all-star, and then they signed him, and he was awful. Oh, Zach Cozart. Yeah, Zach, Zach Cozart. Oh, man. Zach. I love Scooter Jeanette, though, just thinking Scooter, about him. He, he hit the four-homer game. Yep, Scooter Jeanette, that's fresh. Oh, same with, like, Derek Dietrich. Love that guy. The Angels are like, yeah, Derek Dietrich's styling and profiling. <laughs> the Angels are just where, like, baseball dreams go to die. Yeah. Unless you're Mike Trout. Unless but, you're Mike Trout, but still. He's never going to get out of there, and that's so unfortunate. He's got to demand a trade. Yeah. Just like, like Arenado. They're, they're just... What do, you, what do you do as the Los Angeles Angels? You've got the best player in baseball, and you, for the life of you, you just cannot bring in anybody that's I've, good. I've never seen anything like it. Like, you're in one, you are in the biggest market in baseball, Los Angeles. It does not get much bigger than that. Yeah. And you can't do shit. You're bringing in Kurt Suzuki as I, a top five. I understand they're technically in Anaheim, but they're still, I mean... I'm sure it's better to live in Anaheim than it is to in downtown L.A. where the Dodgers are. Mm-hmm. You're still L.A. It's like it's like they're they're the Knicks of baseball. Yeah, that's a except the like Angels that. were never good. Yeah, and Mike Trout is like I mean I don't want to compare Mike Trout to Carmelo, no, but you, but in terms of if you're going with the Knicks, that's their guy. It's like if LeBron stayed on the Cavs, yeah, for his entire career. Mm-hmm. Basically, except he I, actually got a championship. I I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen. One of the greatest players of all time in any sport, just playing a team that's awful and just be completely wasted and just not even taste awful. being good. Like, like there's you, nothing to compare it. No, to. like you can think about like Barry Sanders on the Lions, but they went to an NFC Championship. They were yeah. at least good. They went to the playoffs like five, six years yeah. in a row. They, they just couldn't win. They had a chance. They just couldn't do it. Mike Trout's never even had a chance in the beginning. Mike Trout's got like three wild card at bats in his career. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Like Mike Trout. Given the chance, like, we don't know. He could be one of the worst postseason hitters ever. We don't yeah. know. He could just be a choke artist like Clayton Kershaw was for a while. Yeah. We don't know because we've never seen it. But that doesn't mean he's still not the best player in baseball. Oh, he's by far the best, <laughs> like, but it's crazy. And it, it's funny how, you know, everybody that's not named Mike Trout gets criticism for, well, he doesn't have a ring. He doesn't have a championship. Mm-hmm. He's We don't know how he's going to be in the postseason. But if it's Mike Trout, it's like, okay, it's Mike Trout. Like, he's the yeah. best. It, there's no debate for him, and it's kind of funny how that works. It's crazy. I don't I don't know how they can be so bad. They don't have a good farm system. They have they Joe don't. Adele, but, like, oh, Joe Adele, yeah. last year Joe Adele was in the league, and he yeah. struggled. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. I mean, if yeah, they have is. Justin Upton, Joe Adele, and Mike Trout, that's a pretty good outfield. That's okay. You have Rendon, and then... That's it. Jose Iglesias. Jose Iglesias and <laughs> Tommy Lestella and David Fletcher. I think Lestella's gone. He might be. Lestella, oh. I, I remember I was looking at and I think he's gone. I don't I don't remember where he went, though. But Lestella's gone. Sounds like a cub. 
He was a cub. I know. Oh, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I just, that team is just a dumpster fire. You know who else is a dumpster fire this offseason? Oakland. Oh, Oakland did nothing. Oakland? They never do anything. No. That was, I think, for all the teams that I was grading, they were like my second lowest. They did literally nothing. They lost Simeon. They traded for Elvis Andrews to get rid of Chris Davis, which was kind of like a, a shit-for-shit trade. Just, yeah. You know, they lost really... Marcus Simeon, and they lost Chris Davis and replaced it with Elvis Andrews. Yeah. Which he replaces Simeon, but I mean... The, the A's payroll this year, $75.1 million. Hmm. You know who else did nothing? The Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah, literally. They had a terrible year. I can just look at this list and say, okay, these teams stink. Uh... Like you have the Marlins, the Marlins, shockingly, they have a payroll of forty-seven million dollars, and they were actually good. <laughs> yeah, they made the playoffs. All the, I can't believe it. The Indians, had forty million, made the playoffs last year. The Orioles, and they Pirates, okay they can for a second. They can just, you know, go over there at the kids' table. Marlins were good. <laughs> the Rays made it to the World Series. The Mariners are garbage. The Tigers are garbage. The Rangers are garbage. The A's are somehow good. <laughs> the Diamondbacks are terrible. The Royals are 20th. They're at $83 million. They actually did some good moves this offseason. They did. I, I liked actually kind of liked what Kansas City did. Uh, what they had, they still have, um, they re-signed Hunter Dozier. That was about yep, a week ago. They re-signed Hunter Dozier. And they signed, um, I just saw it on here. I got to go on my offseason tracker. <laughs> I had some things written down for Kansas City. Um, they brought in a couple good relievers, Brad Brock, Wade Davis, who, I mean, he's kind of fell off, but he was good in Kansas City the first mm-hmm. time around. They made him who he was. Um, they signed Carlos Santana, which yep. is a low-key good signing. He's a, a pretty good DH. Um, who else did they get? Uh, Michael Taylor, Mike mm-hmm. Miner, decent signings. Yeah, Mike Miner was good uh, on the Rangers two years ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Hanser Alberto, that's not a bad one. It's just a minor league contract. Brad Brock, just a reliever, minor league contract. Same with Wade Davis. And mm-hmm. Irvin Santana, he's 38 years old. Yeah. Done there. Done. But Gerard Dyson, perfect, you know, yeah. stereotypical Kansas City Royals player. Yep. He was there he when was they won the World Series. Yeah, yeah, he was. Perfect. See? Great pinch runner for yeah. him. That's what he did. He's basically an uh, older version of Michael A. Taylor. Yeah. Uh, I The one thing I really like is Carlos Santana. Wade yeah. Davis is a good one, too. Mike Miner could be sneaky good. So, you know, Carlos Santana at first, maybe a little bit, and then probably mostly DH. Because mm-hmm. uh, they have got Ryan O'Hearn that's probably going to play first. Ryan O'Hearn. So. And they also have what, Ryan McBroom, I think. Yeah, I think they have Tim. Yeah. McBroom. So they right. have a couple guys that can play first, and then Carlos Santana, Hunter Dozier at third. Uh, obviously, Whit Merrifield at second. Mm-hmm. And then, real quick, I just want to touch on it. How about Bobby Witt Jr.? Bobby Witt. He hit it last night, which today we're filming this on, what is it, Tuesday? So yesterday, Today's Monday, Tuesday. he hit a 484-foot. It was a monster. Piss missile. It was a monster. I saw it almost hit the scoreboard. I'm like, holy shit. That kid. What Is he a shortstop? I believe he's a second baseman shortstop. That kid. Yeah. Whew. There aren't many shortstops that hit balls 484 mm-hmm. feet. No. That, no. That's Trevor Story in Colorado. Trevor Story. That's basically that's it. And he was in a spring training stadium in Florida. Yeah. Or wherever the fuck they are. Yeah. I think they're in Florida. Something like, I don't know which one they're in. I, I don't no pay idea. attention to that. But, um, and then how could we also not mention the trade with Boston? They yeah. brought in Andrew Benintendi. They which... have a steep. Benintendi, they're getting Benintendi at his absolute lowest value possible. Yeah. Because he's 
good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you have an outfield that could be Benintendi in right. Well, probably put him in left. You'll put um, Soler in right. And then center field. Uh, Whoever the fuck in center field. I can't even think of who. Other than Soler, I couldn't think of who their outfielders were. Other than Benintendi, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, But, I mean, I think for Benintendi, I think a change of scenery could do him good. Because when he came in, he was mm-hmm. on fire. He was he good. Was, he was doing great things. And then he kind of, you know, just fell down. It's a low, sliding. It was but, always a loaded team in Boston. He was mm-hmm. always the fourth outfield option. Yeah. Because you had, obviously, Mookie. And then JBJ was in center. And then you had J.D. Martinez in left. But I guess Benintendi did play left before J.D. got there. Then once J.D. got there, it was, you know, probably a couple days a week in left and a couple times DHing. that's it. Mm-hmm. So I think, obviously, in Kansas City, he's going to get consistent playing time. You know, if he stinks, he stinks. You didn't give up much. If he's great, then there you go. You got two really good corner outfielders. Yeah. So. I think they, they had a, a low-key good offseason. For a team like that... For a team, hold on, I gotta look at the payroll again. For a team that has a payroll of eighty-three million dollars, they did a pretty good job. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. They're probably not gonna go and you know make a playoff appearance they're this not year. Compete. They're a couple years out for that, but I mean, still some solid pieces that they brought in. And I like that. I like what they did. You know who I think has absolutely zero chance of competing this year? Who's that? The Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah, I would probably they agree with that. Don't have anything. Milwaukee, Christian Yelich is coming off a struggling season, but, you know, he can bounce back, just like we were kind of talking about earlier. Um, they really didn't do that much. They brought in JBJ. Um, just nothing really that just butters your beans. They, you know? <laughs> they nothing did nothing. Good. They did nothing at all. But, like, I mean, it, it's obviously a terrible division. Mm-hmm. I think the spending in that division was, like, all-time low. Probably, yeah. Because, I mean, nobody really made any moves. Nobody made any big... The Cardinals re-signed guys, and they traded for Arenado. Mm -hmm. But they got $50 million back. Yeah. The Cubs just let people go. Yeah, they They let people go. They traded Darvish. Our our best signing was Jock Peterson, which... (laughs) That's basically just slightly worse. Like, nobody made a big signing in the division. The only really big move was... um, I mean, we traded Darvish away, which was a, a big move. but And then, obviously, Arenado... The going Red, from Colorado. The Reds did nothing. The Reds did nothing. And they were they were a team that needed to do something, and they didn't. See, they always... This is uh, on a little bit of a tangent. The Reds are always like this, though. Yeah. Because last year they go out and they, they trade for Trevor Bauer, obviously, in the offseason. Well, it, during the season before. So they trade for Bauer. They signed... They signed a couple dudes. They signed um, Puig and... Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was seemed Please, like forever was, ago. Yeah, jeez, he's been they, on four teams since then. They always do this, where they go big one off season, then they do nothing, yeah. and then they trade it all away, and then they do it again. Yeah, it's like a three year cycle. Mm-hmm. Every time. Every time. And like every time they go and out and actually get players, they get worse. Yeah. Even if the players are good, like Bauer last year was a Cy Young winner. They somehow didn't. They, they made the playoffs. It was a miracle. It was how I think how? I literally don't Trevor Bauer just carried him on the back. That was it. He did because it was him, Luis Castillo, and Sonny Gray. Yeah, like 
their hitting wasn't – they were led by their pitching 100%. They, That's oh, how they got there. I remember they didn't have an that, offense. When they played against the Braves in that game when they were, like, the 14th inning, they scored one fucking run. Yeah. They had a dude on third, like, ten times. They suck. <laughs> they couldn't do shit. Nothing. Not that the Braves could do much either, but holy shit. Mm-hmm. Couldn't do anything. Uh, a sneaky good team that is very low on payroll is the Twins. Twins mm-hmm. are a good team. They got Twins a great line. They're definitely, I would, they're the favorite in the Central. Uh, you know what? You could say the same thing about the White Sox. They're 15. Oh, yeah, you're at the right Sox. That's right. I forgot about them, too. But, yep, they're both. And we, that was kind of how it was for us last year. It was mm-hmm. those at the top two, and it's not really that close. It's pretty obvious this year, obviously, with the moves that the Indians have made. The Tigers are not trying even to compete. They did make some good moves, though. They did make some good moves. But we're not talking about them right now. White Sox... They, you know, they signed Liam Hendricks and mm-hmm. what? They brought back... Had a meeting. Yeah. That was pretty much all they did, though. It was kind of those two, and they really didn't do that much else. No. Um, or they did get one other pitcher. They got Lance Lynn. They traded for Lance Lynn. Yeah. Which, if That's he can move. be good good still, you know. He's kind of like... Lance Lynn is kind of just confusing. Like, he, he... And this has kind of just been his whole career. He does really good, mm-hmm. and then he sucks. And then he does really good again, and then he sucks again. Yeah, he he's never just been consistently good. No, I think at especially at the start of his career, it was a little bit up and down. You know, good, bad, good, bad, and then, well, I guess he went to oh, who had him? I think the Twins had him. The Yankees traded for no, thinking the wrong team. Uh, because the Yankees traded for Lance Lynn from shit. I can't even think of who had him. I know what he started on St. Louis then. Was he on Atlanta? No, I don't think so. I don't remember. It might have been Arizona. I have no fucking He's been idea. a lot of places. He's been in so many remember. places. But the Yankees traded for him when he was fucking awful. Yeah. And then he went to the Rangers. And he was and a god. he was great. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is this I shit? think he was on the Twins. He, he was on the Twins at one point. But I don't know. I don't know who I got don't him know from where. How. He's just been tossed around like a... He, he's yeah, been everywhere. Yeah, you know. Pass around like a fucking joint. So, yep. you know, White Sox and Twins. I think the White Sox are the highest. They have the highest payroll in that division. They're 15. Yeah, that's not surprising. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's funny. They're going to be good, though. They are going to be good. MVP, Abreu, Luis Robert. You know, he. I mean, he, he was on fire at the beginning, and then he kind of went down. Yeah. And then that cost him the rookie of the year. Because um, Kyle Lewis won that, right? Rookie yeah. of the year. Yeah. Um, I know Eloy, obviously, he's he's solid. Got a good team. They've got a great lineup. Uh, the pitching is suspect. They've worked on it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they traded for Liam, or not traded for. They traded for Lance Lynn. They signed Liam Hendricks. Yeah. And uh, that's basically the only moves they made. Obviously, Adam Eaton. But you have, you know, a, a offense that is Yasmani Grandal, and first base you have Jose Bray, who just won MVP, and then second base. I guess second base is still Danny Mendick. Danny Mendick, yeah. Then shortstop you have Tim Anderson. Yeah. Third base Eloy. Outfield is uh, Luis Robert, and then probably Adam Eaton might shuffle in there somewhere. Adam Eaton will probably be the fourth outfielder. They don't have no more Mazar anymore. Yep, He's he went a tiger. Right. Yeah. Uh, they have um. Leori. Leori. They have Leori, yeah. Leori and He's then they okay. have the other. You know, Monc- well, they have Moncada Moncada's too. at third. He's at third, and, and then, then put. Eloy's Eloy left, left, I think. Yeah. yeah, I got him flipped. Yeah, <laughs> so that's a good team. That's it a really a good, good lineup. 
Uh, you know, is Michael Kopech going to be good? He needs to play. I he mean, needs to. Tommy John in 2019, opted out 2020. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't pitched in a game in two years. Yeah. And they have Lance Lynn. They have Giolito. And, and hopefully he can build off what he did last year. Yeah, because he was really good. Through yeah. no hitter. Yeah, first one, I believe. I think it was the first no hitter. Yeah, there was yeah. two last year, I think. Mm-hmm. Right? It was Giolito and, um, who the fuck did the other one? It was Giolito and Shit. someone else. Oh, Son no. of a bitch. I think it wasn't... Darvish had one, but he lost it in, like, the ninth, I remember. There was the guy on Kansas City in, like, his first start. I think Brady Singer had one through, like, seven. Yeah, Brady Singer had one. He didn't finish. Damn, no. it was... Oh, I can't remember. Shit. It was Giolito on somebody else. I don't remember. Hmm. That's interesting. We'll have to find that out. Yeah. Was it Brewer? Ooh. I don't know. Ooh, was it Woodruff? It wasn't Woodruff. It was the Cubs guy. Oh my fucking god! It Dummy. Was. God damn it! It was yeah. It was fucking yeah. That's your yeah, team. That's my team. I fucking. I can't even about think that. of the kid's name. I can't that. either. That's the problem. God damn it! Like yeah, it's that guy. That's that care. guy. On the I, Cubs. I'm looking at his face in my head, and I can't think of his goddamn name. Google. Oh, I'm ashamed. What it was? Uh, um, fuck me. Um, I can't think of it. Alec Mills. Yeah, son of a bitch. It was Alec Mills. Alec Mills. Fuck, I love Alec Mills. I'm sorry. Fuck, I'm ashamed. No Cubs pitchers yet throwing a perfect game. Do you know that? Oh, I, I did, actually. But, uh... Oh, you know who sucked, too, this offseason? Houston. Oh, yeah, they, they did, did nothing. They they, all they did was Brantley. just lose people. That's all they did. They sucked. They, I'd grade trivia, plus. trivia question: oh, Who was the, who threw the first no hitter in Cubs history? Oh fuck me! Uh, Jesus, I don't know. I got all. It came in uh, on August nineteenth, eighteen eighty. Oh wow! It was fucking <laughs> John the Spy Dexter Williams. I don't know. It was Larry Corcoran. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep. No. No fucking clue. I think is. those were the only two. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure those were the only two. Um. Yeah, Houston did nothing. No. Nope. They re-signed Michael Brantley. Obviously lost George Springer. Lost Springer. Lost Reddick. They lost. Reddick isn't pitchers. really losing. Well, no, they I didn't know, but... lose Josh Reddick. They <laughs> said, you can leave. Yeah, you can just, just go. They they signed Odorizzi. Big fucking deal. He's not like, bad as long as he stays healthy. Yeah. But, I mean, he, they just didn't do anything that Their really... rotation after the Odorizzi signing is... Grinky, mm-hmm. Odorizzi, Jose Urquidy. I think Forrest Whitley might be working yeah. his way in there. And then they had Framber Valdez, who was actually oh, good I last remember. year for a little bit, but he's got a busted up finger or whatever they said. And the lineup is, well, first base is, well, I think they still have Yuli Gurriel? I think so. Then Yuli, Altuve. Altuve, Correa. Bregman. Bragg. Brantley, Kyle Tucker. Kyle Tucker was actually good last year. Kyle Tucker was good. And I'm out. Yeah. I I can't even think of what their relievers are. Do they still have Roberto Ozuna? Nope. They lost him too. I was going to say. Is he on somebody? Uh, I I think he is. I don't don't know where. Google. (laughs) You know, they lost Chris Davinsky, Roberto Ozuna, Brad Peacock. Um, You know. 
didn't really do anything in trades. They, uh, they added Pedro Baez, who is a flamethrower. That's but. true. Roberto Ozuna is unsigned. Okay, no one's got him. Interesting. So is Brad Peacock, and so is Josh Reddick. Okay, I don't think anyone's signing Josh Reddick. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> He's 34 <laughs> years old. You know what's funny to me? Hmm. Brad Peacock, who's actually been good in the last three years, like, yeah, he's he's done some good things. He's not signed, but you know who is signed? Who? Jordan fucking Zimmerman. Yeah, that's insane. Brad Peacock. Brad Peacock is thirty three years old. How old is Jordan Zimmerman? I think he's like 35, 36. Oh, Jordan Zimmerman got signed to the Brewers. Just that in itself. Talk about a terrible loss season. <laughs> yeah, they already had a bad one. And they signed Zimmerman. Oh, my God. I'm so thankful he's gone from Detroit. I don't got to finally deal with that shit anymore. But, oh, my God. Yeah, the the Astros lost Springer, Brantley, Ozuna, Brad Peacock. Or, well, they re-signed Michael Brantley. That's the only one that's there. Dustin Garneau is on. He's a Tiger. Yes, he is. He's 33. Oh, my God. (laughs) Chris Davinsky, Joe Biagini, Josh Reddick, Aaron Sanchez. Who did they sign? Um... I know they signed Odorizzi, Steven Souza Jr., and Pedro Baez were the notable ones I put down. Yeah. yeah. Brantley, Jason Castro, Steven Souza, <laughs> Pedro Baez, Odorizzi, Steve Ciszek, and Ryan Stanek. Uh, uh. Pretty huh. garbage. Huh. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Huh. They didn't, uh, they didn't light up the radar guns with the... They spent... Let me do some math. Hold on. They spent... A lot. <laughs> <laughs> Great math. 50. They spent, like, math. they spent like $60 million. Jesus. Total. Wow. Not over just one year. Total. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> let's see. What's the, what did some other teams do? I want to go... Let's see what Arizona did. Arizona was trash. Their best free agent signings, they signed as Dribble Cabrera, Ilk. Chris Davinsky, Joaquim Soria, who I just thought I heard retired. I thought he did too. So I guess that doesn't count anymore. He's 37. Yeah. They got, I mean, they got a couple of bullpen guys too. They uh, Ryan Buchter, um, Ben Heller, Anthony Swarzak, Tyler Quipwood. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, they signed... Nobody good. The average age of these players that I see right here. Clippard, Joaquin Soria, Esdrilo Carrera, Chris Davinsky, Brian Holiday, Anthony Swarzak. <laughs> Anthony Swarzak, Yankees legend. Tigers legend. The average age is like 35 years old. Huh. Tyler Clippard's 36. Joaquin Soria is 37. Esdrilo Cabrera is 35. Anthony Swarzak is 35. Chris Davinsky's 30. Brian Holiday's 33. Tyler Clippard had a .8 war in 2020. Joaquin Soria had a .5. Everybody else was negative. Oh. oh, you know what? While we're just on teams and shitty signings, there was one team. This is a bit of a trivia for you. Okay. Can you name the one team that didn't sign a single free agent to a major league contract? Oh, my God. To a major league contract. There was one team that didn't make any major league signings, all minor league contracts, and there were not anybody of note either. Harlins. Nope. It won't surprise you either. Pirates. Nope. R- Rays. Mm-hmm. No. We already talked about that. They had the worst offseason. Rockies? Yeah. The they Rockies did, didn't sign a single the person? The Rockies didn't sign a single person to a major league contract. Oh, my All God. All minor league deals. 
all they have three dudes on my list. Oh, CJ Crone. Chris Owens, Chi Chi Gonzalez. <laughs> Chi Chi. They they yeah, their best signing was CJ Crone, but it was a minor league deal. They're all minor league deals. They're yeah. all minor league deals. Not a single player to a major league contract. And then Greg Bird. <laughs> they signed Greg fucking Bird. Greg Bird. Greg Bird. God Jesus. almighty. He's going to have a turnaround season. 40 dingers in Colorado. Come no on. Fucking Come back season. If Greg Bird hits 40... If Greg Bird hits more than 10, <laughs> I'll eat my shoes. You heard it here first, folks. If Greg Bird plays more than 20 games for the Colorado Rockies, I will get a tattoo that says Greg Bird is my dad. <laughs> I love the enthusiasm <laughs> and the confidence that Greg Bird... Greg Bird sucks. He's, he might be the top five worst player. In Greg baseball. Bird sucks. Greg Bird is awful. You remember when you were so high on him? Greg Bird was good for a second. <laughs> oh, Greg Bird, here comes Greg the Bird was good in 2015 when he came up. Mark Teixeira got hurt. Yeah. And Greg Bird was up for like two months. He fucking raped. 2016, he had shoulder surgery. It was Teixeira's last year anyway. So I'm like, okay. 2017, Greg Bird's going to be back. Teixeira's going to retire. It's going to be great. <laughs> Fucking awful. Awful. Oh. Awful. Awful 2017. Awful 2018. And then he was gone. Do you remember that home run? Oh, yeah. In the, in the, that home run. Hell, yeah. That's see? the only thing Greg Bird's ever done good. Greg Bird with a fucking dinger to win it against the Indians God. in the playoffs. That, that was game, I think that was game five. Yeah, it was either was, game three was, or game five. Yeah, that was pretty cool. No, it had to be game five. It was in Cleveland. He didn't do the first two games because he lost. Yeah, I remember. I, I was watching that one live. That was an interesting That moment. was That was his signature Yankee moment. Yep. The only one that he ever had. <laughs> That's he it. earned his pinstripes. He can hang his hat on that one. He earned his pinstripes that yep. day. All and lost them immediately. Yep. <laughs> and lost them immediately. Yeah. It's like, we're taking those back. We were revoking those. He got, his, he got them revoked. That's why. Mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, let's see. What else is there? Um, I know another team. I actually gave them a B plus in their offseason. Okay. It was Seattle. Seattle did have a good offseason. And pull now, Jimmy Seattle, pull they they made a couple good signings, but they just they didn't lose anyone. They had like two guys no. that they lost, and they were Ben Gamble and some other fuck nut. I don't know who yeah. it was. But they brought in Ken Giles, who's a, a pretty damn good reliever. Um, Kenyon Middleton's a good one. James Paxton, obviously, they brought in. Um, and then they had a, a, a low-key good signing. We'll see how he is. Uh, Chris Flexen, he's a uh, starting pitcher. He played in Korea in uh, 2020. He had like a huh. 3.01 ERA. He played really well. Mm-hmm. He was like eight wins, four losses or something. So brought him in. We'll see how he does. I think the, when he played in the MLB the first time around, he was literally shit. Yeah, like he's a, still only 26. Yeah, so he's young, but had some good innings over there in Korea. So brought him in. We'll see how he does. Um, he has the second highest projected war by anybody they signed. Yeah. First is James Paxson at 2.2. He is Chris Flexen's at 1.3 war. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, for a team that was a little bit better than people kind of thought, now they got Kyle Lewis emerging. Yeah. They got J-Rod and Kellenic coming through. Maybe going to get up this year. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, Evan White definitely has to improve, but, you know, he's still young. Yeah. A decent team there, though, in Seattle. They, they uh it's not been a bit of a dumpster fire, but bad. they've got some upside. Yeah, looks like the only guy they lost was Tim Beckham. Well, Tim, but they lost Tim Beckham and Carl oh, Edwards Ben Jr. Gamble was on a different team last year. That's who lost. I can't remember who lost Ben Gamble. It was Colorado lost Ben Gamble. I think that was one of their guys they lost. I think I don't remember. I think Ben. I thought Ben Gamble was on the 
Brewers. Yeah, that was it. Yep. I'm fucking all over the place. You're good. Uh, yeah, Paxton. Paxton's a good sign. I like that. He's just old. Going back home. Yeah, went back home. Tim Beckham's a solid, you know, backup. Uh-huh. Backup uh, infielder. D. Gordon they brought back. Oh, actually, no, he's going. He's on Cincinnati. Yeah, D. Strange. They lost Malik Smith. So after Malik Smith, that's like it for their signings. Mm-hmm. So, you know, good off season for them. Nothing flashy, but Nothing, solid signings. Yeah, they didn't really lose anyone that important. They made a couple, got a good couple pieces. They're not going to compete, but it is what it is. Yeah. They Decent got, off season for, for that team. That division isn't that great. Mm-hmm. Houston isn't the team that they used to be, and same with Oakland. So are they going to actually compete? I doubt it, but are they going to finish last? Hmm, Probably not. not. You, I think Texas is locked in for last. Probably. Texas is definitely going to be last. I can see Seattle and L.A. fighting for fourth. And then it's going to be a, a battle of the fucking shithawks at the top two between yeah. the fucking A's and the Angels. Because, like, the not A's. The Angels, the Astros. Yeah, but definitely not the Angels. No. Uh, Astros still have a good lineup, but their pitching is really, really rough, especially the bullpen. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you have the A's who did absolutely nothing. They traded for Elvis Andrews. Oh, woof, woof. And Elvis. They signed uh they signed a reliever, can't think of his name. They gave him a really fucked up deal. I can't remember. The who it one is. year like eleven million. Shit. I will find out. Yeah, I can't think. No, nah, it was Texas. They signed We're talking about Texas, right? Ace. Oh, you're talking the about the Ace signed that reliever, they gave him that really wonky deal. Um Who the fuck was it? It was uh Rosenthal, I think. Yep. Rosenthal. Trevor Rosenthal. Yeah, he's like 37. It's a one-year, $11 million deal, but they have it so that it's backloaded. So he gets paid like $3 million each year for the next three years. Mm-hmm. But he's only there for one. Stupid. So he's on the A's payroll in 2022 and 2023 for That's $3 million so a year. Because they're so cheap that they couldn't afford to pay him just $11 million yeah. this year. Yep. So. Interesting. Very. Uh, Anything else that you want to mention, um, discuss? We never touched on the Yankees. I don't want to talk about the Yankees. You want to talk. You know you want to talk. I always want to talk about the Yankees, you know but you want I to don't. Talk about the Yankees. But they had a good offseason. They signed Kluber. They didn't really lose anybody good. Mm-hmm. Paxton, you know, oh well. Uh, oh, oh well. Oh well, we lost James Paxton. Uh, Tommy Canley was a sad one. He's having Tommy John anyway, so he's not. he couldn't even play this year. Uh, signed Darren O'Day because we traded out of Vino and signed Justin Wilson from the Mets and a lot of minor league deals. Jay Bruce, mm-hmm. Derek Dietrich, Eulis uh, Chasin, uh, you know, a couple others, Asher Wojciechowski. Mm. So we'll see how it goes. I like the Kluber signing a lot. Yeah, and I like, too. obviously, brought back LeMahieu. We had Robinson Torinos on a minor league deal, too. So. We'll see. But that team is, I mean, the team is fucking stacked. Yeah. You just got to put it together the at team the end. The team is, yeah. That's, that's all it There's is. always one thing that just fucks us over in the end. It's either our pitching sucks or our offense can't score runs. Mm-hmm. It's always one or the other. Last or year. bullpen blow. Last year we couldn't score runs. Last year, yeah. The Rays got to you. Now is this year the White Sox going to stop you? The the Twins? No, the Twins, no, the Yankees the twins the, haven't beat no. the Yankees in a playoff game I, since 1995. Yeah. I think the only threat, 
or threats this year that are going to be for the Yankees are the White Sox and the Blue Jays. And I don't yeah. think they're going to have trouble against the Blue Jays because they don't have pitching. It's going to be the White Sox. I think that's going to be the ALCS. The Yankees always struggle against the Blue Jays in the regular season. The Yankees, mm-hmm. I don't think, have ever played the Blue Jays in the playoffs. Not that I can think of. I maybe like couldn't tell you last time they were even in the playoffs together. Yeah. But, you know, the Blue Jays always give us problems, but I'm not scared of the White Sox. Mm-mm. I'm not scared not of... Not yet. No. <laughs> I. If you're the Yankees, you're not scared of anybody. No, there's nobody in the American League to be scared of. You know, the Rays lost a lot. And the Yankees, you know, we we sucked against the Rays, but we also sucked last year in general. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We obviously lost, you know. Uh, well, we do get Luis Severino back about midseason. That's that's, oh, that's going to be huge for them. Yeah. We also because you lost Tanaka too. We lost Tanaka. We traded for Tyone. So our our rotation right now is Garrett Cole, Jameson Tyone, Corey Kluber, Jordan Montgomery. Domingo Herman or Davey Garcia. Could be worse. And then you get Severino in there at you know in June. Mm-hmm. So it's not bad. Especially if I, I don't expect Kluber to be amazing. Right. If either. he can give me five innings a game and allow three runs, fucking great. Yeah. That was worth the eleven million dollars. Same mm-hmm. with Jameson Tyone, because he's hasn't pitched in two years. Yeah. Coming off of Tommy John. Garrett Cole. Needs a show. Needs to be Cy Young, Garrett Cole. Other than that, just get us get us to the sixth inning. Let the bullpen handle things, and yep. you know, get go on to the next one. That's all you really need to do. Mm-hmm. Lineup, good. Yeah, I think Yankees are pretty much a lock for the top. That's just how it's going to be. Whether they finish at the top in uh, in the playoffs is going to be another story. But uh, I think it's pretty much a lock that they are the best team and the team to beat in the uh, American League. Yeah. Hundred percent. I like uh, Tim Anderson. Tim Anderson talks shit for a team that hasn't won a playoff game in yeah. You might you know, need to two thousand five. Settle down a little bit there, Timmy. I liked his quote like "fuck it, we're the best team in the American League." <laughs> it's funny. It's good, but you know you lost the Oakland A's in the playoffs. You know how easy it is to beat the A's in the playoffs. It's pretty easy. The Tigers. They haven't won a playoff time. series since like two thousand six. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, it's not good. The A's haven't won a playoff series since like two thousand five, so <laughs> Yep. But it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun season, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be so it's definitely gonna be interesting. Yeah. I think we pretty much touched all the bases, got through all the uh, interesting in the top and the worst off season moves. You know, it's this is this was the this was episode one. We had to cover all the things we missed. Mm-hmm. You know, in the coming weeks we're gonna talk about all the spring training stuff that's going on and uh you know, before opening day, we're going to have our preview episode with yep. all our predictions our and predictions. all that good stuff. So yep. it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun year. Yep. And a uh, quick note, if if uh, if you remember last year on our preview to opening day, uh, the first two games of the season, uh, myself and Mr. CJ over here, we correctly predicted the scores to both of those opening day games. So if you're out there looking to gamble a little bit, uh <laughs> Definitely keep tabs on what we predict here, because, I mean, we called the scores down to a T. We did get them right. We got them 100% accurate. So if you're looking for a little gambling advice here, looking for, uh, you know, I'll take the plus three runs on uh, New York or something, you know, maybe take a listen, maybe take a couple notes. Uh, you might win some money. I can't wait know. to see what your locks of the week are. <laughs> Can you bet on spring training games? 
Um, I I feel like you can. I don't know. I, feel I like haven't you checked it out. Can. That seems risky. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, risky for sure. You don't know who the I'm fuck gonna have some. Good, I'm gonna have some good bets this year. I know it. Oh yeah, I'm gonna win some money. I'm gonna make a 362 game parlay within like a, a one month just all just one game. game like opening day all of them yep just be a trillionaire so just bet on like 15 three games. weeks straight a 15 way parlay you just take money line every time mm-hmm. yankees money line tigers money line whoever you want to win yep. oh yeah you'll put like one dollar on it one dollar you'll be a millionaire I, I i have no idea if you can do 15 way parlay but if you i think you can i don't know i don't see why but not the odds are fucking ridiculous Ridiculous. I mean, you do like five games, and you'll you bet a dollar, you'll probably get a hundred bucks yeah. back. Yeah. So it's definitely gonna be fun with that element mixed into it this year. Yeah, so I'm sure we'll be talking about our failures or maybe our successes. We can get in, a sponsorship from DraftKings or something. Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> just hundred dollars in free gambling, just just to talk about them. That'd yeah. be nice. We'll bet a, a bet a dollar if your team wins, hits a home run, you get a hundred. Yep. I'll do that. I'll bet like on the it. Yankees every day. Hey, why not? For sure. I'll bet on the Dodgers every day. Fuck. That too. Or the Twins. Hey. Or White Sox. Or, yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. I think that's it. So we will see you guys next Monday. See you next Monday. Have a good one.